Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. 76ers get past the Atlanta Hawks 129-112 to here at home. Joel Embiid, fantastic. A career night behind 49 points. He was outstanding from start to finish. The highest scoring total in a game for a 76er since all the way back in 2005. Were you alive then? Maybe so, maybe not. But Allen Iverson against the Atlanta Hawks, ironically, scored 53 points uh, back in 2005 on December the 23rd. But tonight, Joel Embiid was everything the 76ers needed and then some. You can't overlook a 25-point performance from Tobias Harris as the Sixers in their first game without all-star Ben Simmons for who knows how long get the job done behind a closeout fourth quarter winning 129-112. to I'm Brian Seltzer. We expect to hear from Brett Brown in just a short moment. Yes, the Sixers needed a victory tonight, no question about it. It was a tough loss Saturday against the Milwaukee Bucks. But you take that, you combine it with the news or not news of what Ben Simmons' status is going to be beyond tonight. No one knows yet. He was out for tonight, and just the Sixers needed something positive to try and build upon going into a back-to-back at Cleveland Wednesday, back home here against the New York Knicks on Thursday before two days off and the start of a difficult West Coast trip that begins with games against the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah, the Sixers needed some good juju. They got great JoJo tonight, 49 points, 17 of 24 from the field. He knocked down a three-pointer to put him over the top for his career high, 14 of 15 from the free throw line. Just amazing numbers for him from the stripe. 14 boards, 3 assists, 3 steals, and a block shot leading the Sixers to a needed victory. We know the Sixers have been different at home than they have been on the road. You absolutely want to see quality games on the road. But just looking at Joel's last two home games, I mean, these numbers are outrageous. Take the game against the Brooklyn Nets last Thursday and tonight's game against the Atlanta Hawks, and he has scored a combined 88 points 32 of 34 from the free throw line. Think about that. 30 rebounds. Those are numbers that you can win with. Sixers answered the call tonight. They were taking a by-committee approach with Ben Simmons out. They had the lead dog in Joel Embiid. Tobias Harris helped get the Sixers off to a great start in their 41-point first quarter. He scored 10 points before he subbed out for the first time on the way to a 25-point scoring game. And then as far as what the Sixers did without Simmons tonight, who initiated, who handled the ball, I mean, they did go by-committee. Shake Milton with a team-high six assists. Al Horford with five dimes. Tobias Harris with four helpers as well. And we saw Josh Richardson at the beginning of the game and in crunch time, for the most part, um, he would be the first primary ball hander for the Sixers. Then there were times when it was Shake Milton taking on that role for the Sixers while playing alongside Josh Richardson. A lot of instances in which Tobias Harris brought the ball up. In the third quarter, there was a stretch where Alec Burks was given the duty. So 
The Sixers tonight trying to fill some things out in the absence of Ben Simmons. But the biggest thing they did, they fed their other all-star, the big man, Joel Embiid, he did not disappoint. He lived in the paint virtually the entire night, and he dominated the Atlanta Hawks, finished with a flurry of dunks and a three-pointer. I mean, this is the type of performance that backs up comments like, I'm the best player in the world. Joel Embiid certainly played like that tonight. Behind his 49 points, a new career high. Trey Young, 28 points for him. DeAndre Hunter with 22. John Collins with 21 for the Atlanta Hawks. But in the big picture, the 76ers, they survived a somewhat shaky third quarter. They allowed 40 points to the Atlanta Hawks, but they closed things down late. The defense stepped up. The Sixers outscored the Hawks 38-20 in the fourth quarter on the way to a very needed win, led by as much as 21. Let the Hawks back in it. They took a three-point lead, but the 76ers behind Joel Embiid, they emerge as the winners at the end of the night. We're joined by Tom McGinnis now, who had the call of tonight's game as we stand by and await Brest Brown's post-game press conference. You know, Tom, some may say this is a show-me league, the NBA, and Joel Embiid came out and showed it tonight. Yeah, he, he was really good. And, you know, he kind of got into it a little bit with Dwayne Dedman. You could just see them chatting. And, again, sometimes Embiid needs something to fire him up a little bit, and he excels in that environment. Not that Dwayne Dedman was any match for Joe at all. And then the, the ability to make the free throws. And, I mean, he's now these, these games are brushing up with greats uh, in Sixers lore like Dolph Shays and, and Wilt Chamberlain, some of the game uh, numbers. Joel with uh, 40-plus points and rebounds, uh, that number over 10. So terrific job. And, again, they, they needed it, you know. And you look at the first and the fourth, uh, 41 points for the Sixers in the first and 38 in the fourth. And that bookended uh, the victory as they led by 17 after one at halftime. And in the end, they won by 17 due to that strong fourth quarter and the overall play by Embiid. I mean, Tom, the last two home games for Joel, just ridiculous numbers that he's put up. Yeah, right. And again, he took two late threes, made one, but most of it is done without taking three-point shots. And a lot of people, you know, would say that they the Sixers need him to be on the block, and he's been dominant in, in that regard. So... He really played well. There's no doubt about it. They obviously don't win this game without him. And then Tobias Harris with a silent 25 points, very consistent, four threes. He was hot early. But there was nothing silent, I thought, about his performance in the first quarter. He was a real big part in jumpstarting the 76ers. And when you take that, what Embiid did tonight, Furkan Korkmaz with 15 points off the bench. He had a really key four-point play at one point to give the Sixers a boost. I mean, this is the holistic theme that Brett Brown was talking about, that without Ben Simmons and that type of talent, yes, you can look to your Embiid's and your Harris's, but everyone's got to step up. No doubt. And I think, speaking of Tobias, and for that matter for Furkan, a very aggressive uh, offensive mindset, as did Burks and, and Robinson when they were in there. Sixers beat the Hawks 129-112. We'll go right now to head coach Brett Brown. He was dominant. He was dominant making his free throws. He was dominant as an interior presence, uh, scoring that volume of points at that efficient of a, of a, of a rate is, is impressive. Like, what do you say? I thought the thing that doesn't show up on a stat sheet that he did as well as anything is he handled the double teams. You know, whether he passed out of it because he, there was a crowd, whether he went quick because the, the, the double teams were coming and didn't even get himself involved in that, I thought he handled the, the double teams extremely well. 
What did you see? And uh, you built a very nice lead, and then it disappeared on you. Yeah. How come? Um, I think that the you, you start looking at the and ones. You know, I think they had five and ones. I thought physically, like we 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 weren't we weren't there. I thought the way we started the third period, I called the timeout in 40 seconds, you know, and just sort of like felt we, we need to to get going. Like you want to try to put teams down when you have a lead as best you can, and it is the NBA. Uh, there is a little bit of human nature in that, that whole equation that I just said. By and large, personally, I hate the first three minutes of NBA third periods. You know, everybody brother-in-laws each other, and it takes a while to get going. And, um, you know, I think that, that that team is so young and they don't know what they don't know. And then they have Trey Young and like it's got it's got look at the recent performances, you know, Trey's especially it's dangerous. And I think, you know, that 40 point period in the third um, was a result of, of, of that type of attitude and statistic on the end ones to me. Why did you decide to go back to Al and start? Um, for a few reasons. Like I, I think that that when you don't have Ben, you know, you start thinking about what are you going to do. And as I admitted at the start, like I look at it as an opportunity to grow a group that that will be playing when Ben is sitting. Ben's not going to play 48 minutes. And so, like when you look at a group that could play when Ben's not, even if he were with us in the game, can I grow that environment? Can I have an opportunity to, you know, see who might be able to be like the, the backup point guard and another legitimate ball handler? And in that sort of whole design, Al came in. Was it a portion of can I help, like, jumpstart him and get him going for sure? I thought that some of his passes tonight were elite. Like, I don't know how many assists he had, but he, he really, I thought, made some adult plays, some sophisticated plays, and I started him for uh, those reasons. 76ers head coach Brett Brown with some insights and thoughts following the Sixers' 129-112 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. Joel Embiid flat-out dominant, 49 points, setting a new career-high 14 rebounds in the game as well, plus three steals and a block shot. He was just so important for the Sixers tonight. I mean, that's what a leader does. When your team is facing some adversity, who knows how long Ben Simmons is going to be out for. Joel came right out, and he immediately helped set the tone. He finished with 13 points in the first quarter. Tobias Harris had 10 in the frame. That was really encouraging to see because, let's face it, without Simmons, those are likely going to be your top two scoring options that you would think of first when you're looking at who's going to score points for the 76ers with no Ben Simmons. And then, you know, Embiid through the middle stages of the game, he found his spots, he made some quality plays, but, I mean, it's just insane. 22 of Embiid's points came in the fourth quarter. He was able to get to the line for eight free throw attempts during that stretch. He also had eight rebounds in the fourth period. I mean, how many like people tonight in the NBA would take a line of 22 points and eight rebounds? Joe did that in less than 10 and a half minutes in the fourth quarter. I mean, this is the type of game, I don't know for anyone else out there, I mean, would it be hard? Let's face it, you're not going to get 
uh, 49 and 14 every night. But it's performances like these, the way Joel went about his business, the way he ran the floor from end to end, um, and how engaged he was. I mean, this is the stuff that you're thinking of that when obviously Joel has been at his best, it's games like these. Not, not even like the numbers, but the way he engaged with the crowd, his energy, his enthusiasm. It was so needed for the Sixers tonight, and Joel Embiid stepped up in a major, major way. 49 points, 14 rebounds, Embiid leading the 76ers. Can't overlook 15 from Furkan Korkmaz off the bench, 25 from Tobias Harris. I thought uh, for the Sixers, you know, Josh Richardson had a pretty solid game, 13 points for him. He had three assists, six rebounds um, at the beginning of the game and down the stretch in the end. He was the one initiating for the Sixers. Listen, it's a different role for him. I think that um, when you ask him to take on more of the ball handling responsibilities, maybe it takes him out of the rhythm of his scoring a little bit. Um, so Richardson, he found his spots tonight as well. And then Shake Milton, the rook, you know, last year, now in his second year this season, seven points, six assists, five rebounds, quality game for Shake Milton. Let's now get to some of the highlights called by the one and only the radio man of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Tobias Harris helped get the Sixers off to a great start in a night they began a stretch without Ben Simmons. Tobias Harris made both free throws, Sixers by 10. Horford to Tobias Harris for three, and that's good. He's two for two from beyond the arc. Ten points now, five in a row for him. And that would mark Tobias Harris's scoring total in the first quarter. That put the 76ers up 24 to 11. Joel Embiid had 13 in the opening frame. Here's Josh Richardson into Joel. Turns, makes a move on Fernando up and under, then turns, reverse pivot. Good. Embiid, not one, not two, but three different moves. And a turnaround shot is good. Put the 76ers in front 35 to 18. They would lead 41 to 24 after one quarter of play. In the second period, the 76ers kept putting it on the Hawks. Tobias Harris capping the scoring in the first half. Milton has the ball. Hunter couldn't score it. Here's Shake down low. Tobias with a jam. Great ball fake by Milton. He tricked Trey Young. And the Sixers get the slam from Tobias Harris. Sixers' margin would be 69-52 to 52 at intermission, but in the third quarter, things would change dramatically. The Hawks began mounting a comeback run, and the 76ers needed every basket they could get. Joel dribbling, having a real difficult time, gives it up, gets it back, attacks a double team, off balance, missed it, and then tapped it in. And at no point was that textbook perfect. But it went in. The Sixers led at that stage 91-84. But the Hawks, they scored the final eight points of the third quarter to take a 92-91 lead into the fourth. This after the Sixers led by as much as 21. But in the fourth quarter, a couple players came to the rescue. Tobias Harris was one of them. Beat against Fernando. Iso on the right side. Shakes, goes baseline, turns into a trap, picks it up. Out to Tobias for three and in. Herter doubled from the strong side. And it beat, kicks it back to Harris, and Tobias with his 4-3. And that speaks to the ability that Embiid had throughout the game of recognizing the double team sent at him and capitalizing, made shots, make those decisions look all that much better. Tobias converting there to give the Sixers a 105-98 edge. We'll play you some of the final plays of Joel Embiid's career-high night, including this basket that essentially put the game away. Five to shoot. Embiid with a three-point shot on Collins, and that's good. Whoa! Embiid, <laughs> Embiid putting his 
Hand to his ear. Finishes with a three. Fitting for Joel Embiid to have that type of moment, putting his hand to his ear a la Allen Iverson as Embiid goes for 49 points, the highest total by a 76er in a game since Allen Iverson dropped 53 in Atlanta on December 23, 2005. Joel Embiid was 10 years old on that day. All around outstanding. Embiid just missed seven of his 24 shots, made his third and final three-point attempt Almost perfect from the line. He actually missed his final free throw to finish 14 of 15 from the line. Yanked down 14 rebounds, three assists, three steals, one block shot, 49. Large for the big fella. Tobias Harris with 25, 9 of 18 overall, 4 of 6 from 3. Six rebounds, four assists, and a block shot. 15 off the bench for Furkan Korkmaz. He was 3 of 7 from outside the arc. He also had 6 boards, 7 points for Shake Milton. Did a lot of the ball handling tonight. He had 6 dimes. Josh Richardson had 13 points. He also handled the rock, as did Harris, as I mentioned earlier. 7 for Alec Burks and 6 for Glenn Robinson the third. Al Horford with 7 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. Back in the starting lineup with Ben Simmons out. I think you step back, you look at a couple things. Yes, the competition was the competition as we have a shooting contest going on post-game here at the center. Opponent was the opponent, but the Sixers still beat him. Joel still did what he did. Um, and the Sixers, they figured out a way without Ben Simmons that is just going to be what they're going to have to do until we find out how long Simmons will be out for. Up next for the 76ers, the Cleveland Cavaliers. That is on Wednesday night, and then the New York Knicks, two great opportunities for the Sixers, yes, in a back-to-back, but to stockpile wins before setting out for a four-game West Coast trip starting next Sunday in a matinee against the L.A. Clippers. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season.